Josh Cortez is here to cover the TBS Open and the NAS Covers Corrupted Summit Seminar. This is Chalk My Bat. Go straight into it. All right. Special, welcome, welcome, special welcome, guest of the day, Josh Cortez, Hello. everybody. Slow clap. Slow or not clap. slow clap, slow just clap. a regular clap. There we go. Well, his, his first clap name is peaks. Best. His last name is Lifter. Oh. Get it right. Get it right. Don't get too much. Don't get away too much. There you go. Summarize the entire podcast right there. Thanks. I don't know oh, what happened at the TBS Open. So, Josh, I appreciate you being here to talk about it. Um, for those who don't know who you are, do you want to give a quick little spiel? Uh, absolutely. So, um, name is Josh Cortez. I've been powerlifting ever since 2016. Um, this was actually my 10th USAPL meet. So, 10 meets in the span of, I want to say, uh, going into my oh, sixth six year. Yeah, holy moly. Um, Started powerlifting with the UNT powerlifting team up in Denton. Um, and it was just something I really enjoyed. Like when I got into college, like I had a strength coach. I wouldn't necessarily call him a powerlifting coach. I think he was more on the side of just getting people into fitness. Um, but then when I got into UNT, I was more so just trying to find a routine for myself as far as staying fit, staying active, whatever the case is. I didn't even know what powerlifting was. It's just the fact that I did deadlifts, I did squat, I did bench just naturally. And then um, I believe someone from the team just kind of saw me deadlift one day. And he's like, yo, you should come to our meeting. This It's actually tonight. And then I, I scooped through and I ended up just falling in love with the entire thing as far as like going to meets, practicing, learn how to be very technical with things. And that would have been, that was my fall semester in 2016. That's when I started. By the and bug. Just get by, by the bug, man. And I don't know, every every single year, just trying to find ways to get better. Um, I do full-time coach now. You know, it's it's grown into something where I've just thoroughly wanted to invest into others and invest in, into myself as far as how I can be the best, like, well-rounded um, coach and lifter. But I would say, yeah, for sure, this passion has definitely grew into something where I wanted to pursue this full-time. So this is your tenth meet, the TBS Open, which we're going to get into, obviously. But did you do? Did you plan it to be your tenth meet, or is this kind of like approximately your tenth meet? Like, did was was this going to be like a culmination for you of all this, like six years of training to to hit something absolutely nutty on the platform? Um, this one I wouldn't say was. I mean, it was planned for sure, but I think so. The goal was for nationals to be my tenth meet. I just thought that would sound cool, but um, I think last year. I guess I don't want to go too into it, but uh, made a lot of decisions in my training that probably just didn't like uh, proceed progress. Uh, um, like I did extra, four, exercise selection, like didn't really no, didn't really like, hit. It, like uh, I did four meets in one calendar year. Oh man! So that's literally season, like a, like a meet every twelve like to fifteen weeks, essentially. Yeah, every so, yeah, couple months. <laughs> yeah, literally, like I did. The Texas Strength Classic in February of 2021. Yeah. I did the Europa, and then I did H-Town Showdown in October, and then I did the pod meet in January of this year. So from February 2021 to January, I did four meets. 
And the, the reason I was just basically chasing 625, just unqualified for Nats. And um, I think looking back, it was more so, hey, you, I needed to take time to make like actual progress. And I think me and Marcellus, that's uh, my coach, we knew the strength was there, but we, we couldn't ever time a peak properly because I was going into meet, 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 meet. Like I'm still making relative progress, but I'm not actually able to time like a peak and taper well because I'm just doing so much so often. So after the pod meet, we just kind of saw like, hey man, like look, we get that Nats is huge, but you know, you, you want to have a meet that actually shows the work that you've been doing, the training we've been doing. Um, so from what was that January that was pod this is now September so talking like eight months that I just you know went into an off-season type of schedule didn't really do a whole lot besides just working on the programming how can we optimize leverages that kind of stuff things you want to yeah things you want to be finding out in your training if you're doing prep 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 then you're not really actually giving yourself enough time to like make progress or even make adjustments you're just hoping at this point. So I think That's the biggest thing to the newbies out there or not even just newbies, people who are just, you know, unaware of what competing frequently can do to them. Yeah. And, and I think like, you know, obviously saying it out loud, it sounds very simple and something that isn't, I would say complex, but I do think that sometimes you could be so blinded by a goal that you don't really see the repercussions or the consequences of your actions until you're already so deep into it that, you kind of have to pursue at this point. So I think for me, it was just more so having a more mature approach to my preps and having a better calmness to just taking what's there. Don't force adaptations, like just trust the process. And I think I was able to do that uh, relatively well this time around. See, the demand has grown so much since we last talked to him. He's so, much, he's so he mature sounds, and smart. Yeah, like a, really it's, it's, like, it's like a different man. New school strength, yeah. more like graduation. <laughs> am I right? LOL. Hashtag. Wow. He's graduating. New school strength got his degree. is Josh Cortez's. Uh, so new school strength is Josh Cortez's training, um, training system, coaching platform. And yeah, I mean, it's seen, seen the growth over the past. I mean, we've had the pleasure of kind of seeing your progression uh, firsthand in a lot of ways, you know, being friends since you started going to Metroflex and, you know, carrying carrying the the progress you've made into this into this meet, not only for yourself but the people you coach under no school strength. I guess does that weigh on you? You know, is that is that is it stressful being a coach full time? Um, I mean, I think anything is gonna be stressful. Like it's, it's gonna be hard to avoid hard work, but I do think that if you are pursuing something that you genuinely care about and you want to be good at it and you just accept that this is what you want to do, then um, like challenges and adversity like that, it shouldn't be a stress. Like I do think it's a, it's a privilege to be able to push yourself and to have challenges. So, I mean, I'm, I mean, it is stressful, but I feel like anything that's worthwhile is stressful. So I don't really look at it as stress. I just look at it as like, okay, this is going to help me get better this is going to help me find um, something that really works for me or for my clients or whatever the case is. So, I mean, it is stressful, but I don't look at it as like a bad thing. 
No, no, especially to those vocal cords, though. Definitely, it sounds like <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's it's something. No, I just it, I think it's representation of your passion. If anything, like, and I want to get into it, kind of the the TBS open of it all, you know. And ask where do you want to start? Because I know you and Josh were both there. Um, you know, we could, we could start at prep. We could start at when you decided to sign uh, up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start with this yeah, prep uh, yeah. leading up to this meet, how it was different than like the past four preps he had because <laughs> um, he had he had more time now. So like I want to know what the what's the difference in the process now that you had more time? Did you did you have a chance to experiment with something else or um, like did you follow the, the same structure for me prep uh, this time around too? Well, you kind of said it like the time was the biggest thing because I do think even though I was competing frequently, I still made like relative progress. I Like my training numbers are still trending in the right direction. It's just the fact that I couldn't time my taper as well because we were just doing so much so quickly. So like you said, now that we had more time, like there isn't like we have so much data to use because we've been doing like five blocks or six blocks going into, the, into this meet. Um, so I think just the fact that I knew the plan was so laid out to the T that that fatigue shouldn't have been an issue. Uh, I just felt good doing it. And obviously when you have more time to train and you are able to actually put good, just thinking into your training, then I feel like it takes the stress off of you. And then you can really just focus on executing and doing things that you know you need to be doing. Um, so going into the prep, like... I feel like we already know how I should be training in the sense of like what kind of frequency each lift responds well to, what accessory I need to be pushing. Um, so we saw a lot of like good trends going into this meet. And I feel like once we got like four weeks out, we kind of knew like, hey, the qualifying total shouldn't be anything out of reach. If anything, if we just take some conservative thirds or even like some high seconds, like I feel like it should be wrapped up. So as long as we just have a good game plan, we don't overshoot, we don't take too much or whatever the case, we just have a, a, a disciplined plan essentially. That's really it. And I feel like we were able to do that going into this meet. And I think because I had so much time, uh, I just felt confident in what I could do. Yeah. So, uh, so what happened differently was, before you would kind of go into prep into another meet prep um but now like since january like after you meet up pod you had some time to do uh like a different approach to training right did you do um like more like more volume work um was it less specific work to kind of build some strength um and did you see more progress taking this time away from this like the comp specific meet prep um, do you think, do you think that that was the key to make, to jump from like six, 12 and a half kilos, uh, before, before this meet to what you totaled at this meet? Um, well, I do think that like, if you're being so specific year round, then that means like you kind of become dependent on that kind of programming. One thing we did on bench is we just added a day in, cause I feel like, I've been benching three times a week for the past two and a half years before the pod meet. And we were getting to the point that each day was being pushed really hard. Um, I was almost hitting like similar types of volume on each day just because each day was getting so strong. But I kind of, 
I was getting fatigued very quickly just because each day was starting to press into that 87 and a half percent of my max mark. So we just thought, okay, maybe let's split up the volume a little better. You know, we've been doing three days for a while. Maybe it's just time to add a fourth day. So from February to now, essentially, I've been doing four times a week on bench and I'll say the first two weeks or first three weeks even, I did not feel good doing it. I think just because the the added volume just really quickly nerfed me. Um, but I think once I gave it some time and once I actually adapted to what I was doing, then uh, I started to see some good progress. And I think I was starting to feel even better on certain days. So I think all automatically that definitely helped my bench. Um, going into squat, I feel like we were able just to ex explore different rep ranges because on my primary days, we never really touched anything over a triple. And I just kind of gave him the idea like, hey, I feel like for my leverage on, on squat, I'm built relatively well for it. I think I can hold a good position all the way through. Um, so because of that, I feel like I can just tolerate higher workloads. So mm -hmm. we kind of give that a try. And uh, yeah, like we were doing like tosses of six and tosses of five on all my secondary days. And we were pushing those. Like I was actually trying to increase my five rep max on squat. And easily I saw the, the transition into my primary days. I feel like my triples felt so much easier because, you know, I was doing these weights for fives. So going into triples, I just felt like it just feels really, really easy until I get to that, that certain point. Um, I think deadlift was the one thing that was frustrating just because I think because I have so much squat volume that it definitely leaks into my deadlift. So finding ways where we can push deadlift, but still take into account squat fatigue, um, was interesting for like the first few blocks after, after pod. So we basically took off my back downs for my secondary deadlifts. And we just replaced it with either higher ranges on my squat back downs for certain days. Uh, we did a lot of belt squatting, leg pressing, just basically hard lower body pressing, but not exactly deadlift, just so it's still adequate lower body volume, but I'm not having to train so much deadlifts throughout the week. And I feel like for me, that works really well because I do squat three days a week and each day I am doing like either a set of five, a set of six, or a set of seven. So I do quite a bit of volume, I would say, on my squat. So because of that, I don't think I need to be doing a whole lot of volume on my deadlift. I feel like we were able to see some good progress into this meet. There you go. So I guess we'll dive into it. How how did the meet go? Uh, it went good, man. I ended up going eight for nine. So squat, um, I ended with... 232 and a half kilos or 512 pounds and good, good. it felt good man like my heaviest single in prep was 518 and when i first did 518 hey yeah dude like I, I think I, no wind that back <laughs> hold it too hard now guys relax yeah. chill out, chill out. <laughs> you can't just good. say that you can't just slap so you can't slap us across the face with i did a 518 and in training and a five twelve, can you can you give people perspective on what kind of a PR that was for you? Uh, yeah. So as of 
before TBS, my heaviest this is a drip squat warning, single. Everybody, be careful. Just drip warning. I gotta, I gotta let everybody know just in case they're driving that they may gush. That drip, drip. Just keep going. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. My my comp best was two twenty two point five or four ninety, and this what was it prep, before that, Josh? Tell them what it was before that. What was it before that, Josh? It was two twenty two and a half before this meet, and he put ten kilos on his squat only. I feel like no, I feel like it's more than that. I mean, from his previous meet, yeah, but I feel like you weren't squatting four ninety like a year ago, two years ago, were you? Uh, no. Well, I mean, not for reps. I could probably do it for it a hard single, but. Again, I think just because we had so much more time in between meets and we were able to experiment with rep range and stuff, we were able to find some good progress. But yeah, um, that is you huge hit a strike. Because... Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I mean, kudos to you, man. That's and you and Marcellus for you know for getting the, for getting it out and like you said, just putting in the work, heads down work and sticking to the progress because like that would, you know, obviously I'm I'm drawing out your your explanation, but like seeing you hit you know four plates. Four reds for for reps and you know hitting over 500 in comp right after hitting it in in the gym is like it's it's nutty it's out, i mean i know it may not be to some people but to me that's just incredible i mean it felt good you know and one thing i'll definitely say about marcellus is uh he is so receptive to feedback so like he isn't a coach where it's like hey this is the plan and you're gonna do it regardless of what you feel like he obviously he has the plan but if i tell him like, hey, I think maybe this approach may be better, or I think I'm not getting enough of this. How how do you feel about this? And we'll live to have a conversation about uh, whatever train I'm running at, at the moment. And he doesn't get like attached to it in the sense of like he's easily making adjustments and making changes. And because of that, I feel like we're able to really write the most efficient block for me every time because he really takes my own feedback into consideration. So I think, yeah, that's definitely been a huge thing is as far as like our collaboration with the training, which I do feel like should be the goal. Like if you do have a coach and you're paying him a good amount of money or her amount of money, um, you would like your voice to be heard. And I feel like, you know, if you're not getting that, you may be losing out on some gains. Right, right, right. And I'm sorry, I, I did interrupt. So you said you hit 512. Was that a three for three squat? That was, that was. So 512 on squat. Um, the thing about it is, so if you look at my second, I took 225 kilos or five or 496 pounds. And it actually looks better than my second because we used an Elico rack. And I, I, mean, I used an Elico rack once. But I train on a TSS, so the rack heights are, are a little different. And when I was actually checking my rack heights, like I had an empty bar, but obviously when you load, you know, something challenging for you, the positioning on your back is going to be much different because it's actually weight digging into you. So I had my rack height just one higher than I should have had it. So going into my third, I just told them to drop it one just so hopefully I could get into better positions. I definitely did. Like, if you just look at the walkout from my second to my third, it's so much more stable. It's I, I control it a little better, um, and inherently made the lift easier. So, like five twelve, the fact that it moved like that, I would say 
probably at most an eight. I don't think it was harder than an eight. So I definitely left some kilos there. But wow, even had more in the tank. Wow. I felt good, man. Like the fact that because we just wanted to qualify. So we weren't trying to hit like a 10. You know, we just needed something that we knew we could hit within a range. And that was it. And we, I just felt after that second attempt, 512 was the call. Did it, we hit it, and uh, that's huge. Like Anas said, that's a 10 kilo PR in my squat, and uh, that's crazy. Okay, and um, how did how did bench go? So, I guess now, like, since you hit a 10 kilo PR after squats, like the qualifying total was secured at this point. Like, if, I, if you hit two benches, two deadlifts, maybe even yeah, like two benches and two deadlifts, like you'll be there. Um, because of how much ahead you are, um, how, how did bench go? Bench went good as well. Uh, I also went three for three on my bench. Um, so for bench, I don't think we loaded anything that I would say was really, really heavy. So like going into this meet, I was having some weird tendonitis issues on my left elbow or my left bicep, I should say. And it just, like, I felt strong in training. But I noticed when I, whenever I would work up to like 95% of my max or above, that just holding tension on top of my chest became really hard and my soft touch would get destroyed because of it. So I really couldn't pause heavy weights well. And, you know, when you're four weeks out, you can make adjustments, but you don't have a lot of time to really run anything else. So you're just trying your best to manage the training that you do have and making it um, just quality training going into this meet. So knowing that, I was like, hey, I think at the most we could load two and a half kilos above my best, but not much more than that. I think I'm strong enough for it, but I don't know how my bicep is going to feel after squatting. So let's just have a conservative third. Let's just secure that total and then go confident into deadlift. So for bench, I ended up matching my current bench single it's a 152 and a half or 336 pounds. Um, and it moved good. Like, I think that was probably, I think the same RPE-ish, like seven and a half, two and eight. So yeah. the fact that I was able to do those at lower RPEs on meet day was like really cool. Is it a meet PR or did you match like your gym numbers or did you match the meet PR? Oh, I matched the meet PR. So like oh, okay. the heaviest I've ever touched on bench is 152. I did that again on uh, TBS Open. So you hit 152 back in at, at the pod meet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hit 150 in H-Town. I hit 152 at that pod meet, and then I matched that again uh, this weekend. Did it move uh, Did it move faster? Like, did it indicate that you that the, the bench is a little bit stronger? Oh, for sure. Like, I think yeah. we probably could have loaded, like, 157 if I really wanted to. But mm-hmm. again, like... I just I didn't have any training to dictate I could actually hold tension with that much weight. So we just thought let's just load something that we both think is actually there and yeah. again just feel good about deadlifts because I think deadlift is where I usually mess up in my meet days. So mm-hmm. if I can go in 6 for 6 into pulls then I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not feeling too pressured. I know that I can still take a low third or even like a second and I should have mm-hmm. been there. So yeah, we just yeah. did that. So yeah, bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even though you only matched it, you st- it still indicates indicates that you're stronger on bench. Like it doesn't have to. You don't always have to hit a meat PR. This is like more of like an ability PR. 
like which is still solid, and it sets you up for deadlifts, like you said. So like now you're six for six going into deadlifts. Uh, how much? How much did you need to pull to qualify? So, I believe my subtotal was three ninety. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I want to say it was three ninety. So, if I were to Two thirty-five. Okay, now I'm lying. Then it was uh, three eighty-five because once I did my opener on deadlift, I was still five keys off. So I think it was three eighty-five was my subtotal. I do two thirty-five as my opener, so that puts me at six twenty, which is like five keys off. So again, we just load like a conservative uh, second. We do two fifty, which is uh, five hundred fifty-one pounds. That moves well. And yeah, like from that second, it was there. So I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling excited because, you know, we just did it. So after I do my second, Marcellus is like, hey, do you want to go nine for nine? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, like I would, I would, that would be nice. Um, so he just loads five keys more. So he does 255. And dude, like, like I always have this issue on deadlift where the way I pull slack and the way I wedge into the barbell, like sometimes I let the bar hang just a little too low in my overhand and my fingers just get away from me. So like off the floor, dude, it moves so well. Like I felt like I was very strong and powerful. I drive through well. I literally get up to the top of the lift and it just slides out of my hand. Like, oh, man. Been there. Oh, Did no. you yell? <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't do the, the yell Abe did back in, <laughs> back in 2018. The Texas Championships. <laughs> yeah. um, I, think, no. I think Josh was there. Josh, weren't you there? Didn't you compete I in 2018 was, yeah. at the Texas Championship? Uh, Both of you did, no. right? Which, yeah, no, Josh, no, no, that was, I didn't that, was, that was 2015. No, no. That was before Josh yeah. was in the meta. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was there though. I, I watched it happen in real time. I was like, "No, both." I, 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 I thought, I thought the yell was in 2018. I thought the yell <laughs> no. was in 2018. No, 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 no. no, no. Wasn't okay. Were you there? I was there. I was competing, and I was I was no, watching it. Was so Cortez pretty... there though? I don't think Cortez. Cortez I think he did. Yeah, I think he did that. Me too. Yeah, he he did probably you? yeah. Uh, Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen no, Texas no, championships. No, no. Texas state I championships. Think I, did. I don't think it... I'm looking at your well. You know, I'm database. also looking at your lifter database. Yeah, so hmm. I can tell you if you did, and I can tell you that. Okay. It definitely. It definitely <laughs> does was. It, does, not... it, does it tell you if he yelled or not? <laughs> yeah, there's a little, there's a little asterisk. There's an asterisk. What are my vocals like yeah. on that day? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it also says your so fade you... was on point too. It's interesting. Oh, bro, the oh. fade. Oh my god, don't get me started on the fade. The taper finally showed up this time. <laughs> yeah, you get a, you get a haircut too frequently. That's, oh, he timed the taper yeah. right this time. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what happened. He timed it right. When did you get your haircut this time around? Yeah, I got it Friday. Oh, before. Friday. Yeah, you got to get right, it done. Right before. Oh, you got to okay. get it done at the So you have to pull back right before. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I need a barber I need... with you. <laughs> yeah. That last a barber in between. Yeah. In between, like, you know, they got the intermissions. You got to have somebody there to just touch you up. That's probably what happened on your, de- See, on your deadlift. I'm not your coach, but right. I had what, to get. What I thought, I thought it was the Wednesday, Wednesday to Thursday was like the, like the perfect timing for the, for the taper, for the haircut. It's individual. You can show up to the meet, not right. too fresh, not too fatigued. Cause you pull, if you pull back too early on Friday, 
like he might feel fatigued, but since Josh, like he said, yeah, like he can yeah, handle yeah. a lot of work. So pulling, pulling yeah. it a little bit later, he it show, mm-hmm. he showed up strong. Are you taking notes? So I think that was the key. I don't think it was Marcellus's training or anything. I think it's just like the timing of that haircut. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcellus gave you right. Pretty cool, actually. <laughs> you look good. You look good. And I definitely felt like I was looking all right. So going in, you know, confident. We're so your second your second deadlift. So you got two twenty two and a half. Um, it wasn't open two thirty five. Yeah, open 235, 1 yeah, to 50. Oh, wait, your new number seven. Sorry, your new number seven uploaded yet. My bad. I'm looking at the previous meet. I'm like, no, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm going to take a, a little bit because uh, was today Sunday or today's Monday? Like, no, today's Tuesday. Ago. So no, no, today's that. Tuesday. No, no, Josh, Josh. Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. This is live. This is live. Our listener is headed home from the gym or they're, they're on their lunch break. It's Tuesday, but I give I get what you're saying though. It's gonna take a few days and not get on the phone. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We, we're definitely not recording this before. But uh, so, were you disappointed when you when you when it fell out of your hands? What, what were you feeling? What was I mean? Obviously, that's a stupid um, question. I mean, obviously, you didn't feel good, but I mean, like I, I, yeah, for sure, I'm disappointed because I think again, 250 moved well. So we added five kilos which i think is a very conservative uh attempt if you know that 250 or whatever you do for a second attempt moves really well you know you're probably thinking okay i can do like anywhere between 10 to 12 kilos but we load five just because we want to be like extremely sure like this one moves and i saw the number i was like oh dude like all right let's just let's just well, have us a good the day. number you knew you have balls, man. I get nervous if I see the number. I gotta close my eyes and run to the platform. Oh man, I, I love seeing numbers. I, I want to know what I'm doing. And um, again, like it just moves so well off the floor, and then I get to the top of the lift, and it just slides out. So like, yeah, I'm I'm not happy about it. But I, again, the goal was to qualify. That happened. So. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm just still happy that despite that mishap, I was still able to accomplish what I wanted to do in the first place. So 640 was the total. 15, was it 640 or 635? 635. It would have been 640. 635. Oh, okay, okay. So 635, that's uh, 22 and a half kilo PR? Ooh. Yes, sir. Did you leave any pounds for the rest of A juicy 50-pound PR. Damn. Did Those you get are, best yeah, pressure? That's great. Oh, oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What, what did you what did you place overall? Yeah, what did you place oh, overall? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Russian. Uh, Jumping the gun. Well, since you're at now, uh, I, I did get first in the 75 open and 75 kilos is my weight class. Yeah, um, in the so they have an open session and a prime time. No, no, we're not gonna talk about that. No, 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 no. Hey, that, does, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, dude. No, it's a whole. Let him swing, minute, man. Yeah, yeah, let him swing. We don't want to take credit away from himself. People are gonna hear like, oh, he's the best lifter, but no, like it definitely in the open session. So like, yeah. everyone in the prime time session is like either a, like literally a pro or you know. Top ten in your weight class. Look, just embarrassing us. What flex, the hell is flex he your doing? Talk a little bit, okay? Yeah, come on. Don't like I've never received a best lifter. Uh, okay, so you got I, best lifter for the open session. I did. Golly, just say yeah, yes. Okay, if you look at the lifting cast, if you look at the lifting cast, not even lifting cast. 
what is it called? They have it at two. They have two different meets. They have the Texas right. oh, the Texas TBS Open, and they have Texas TBS Prime Time. So right, right. you 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 got best lifter at your meet. The at your meet. The Prime the Time one was a was a whole different meet. Tell them, tell them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, hey, I'm asking. Did you get Did you get best lifter, Josh? I did. Oh, okay. that's good, man. Congratulations. You deserve, yeah, congrats, you deserve it. You deserve it. There you go. There we go. I think it was, just, it was nice because, again, I didn't even – that wasn't even a concern of ours. Like, we were just trying to hit a certain total, hit certain That threads. was my concern. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. And the fact we that go, we were able to do that, not even, like, noticing, you know, because I wasn't even thinking about – because I didn't even know we were going to do that because, like Anas said, they were going to do a primetime session, so I was thinking – they're probably not even gonna care about a best lifter in this in this session, but wait, I not told you that. I didn't, I didn't say anything. Wow. No, 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 no. Oh my like, god! Like, cause like on lifting cast, it is two meets. <laughs> like, if you were to go on to it, they're gonna have a prime time TBS and open TBS. Um, right. So I didn't even know they were doing those awards for my session, but um, it was still cool so, to see because what, what did you get? Hold on, what did you yeah, get what's, what's for the, the best lifter award? Did you get a sword, bro? You should have seen that thing. Oh my god! What was bro, it? Was oh, me some neck pain. How oh, big what? it was. What'd you get? Yeah, what'd you get? It's big basically game? like it's just like a big a big medal that just says uh USAPL best lifter on it. But um, you haven't seen how big that drip? thing is. You got some bling. Well, he was walking around with it. His neck oh, started getting shit. swollen. Like his <laughs> oh, like his man. neck, he, the neck pump. Oh my god. <laughs> was looking at him was like, bro, like you sure you want to carry that thing around? Whoa, yeah, it hey. looked like a yeah, you gotta bro, be careful with what neighborhood style. you're walking through, man. Damn. They may they may try the, the and the diameter of that. Yeah, bro, I'm He's telling you, balls out for best lift. Bro, bro. it's real gold too. It's Are real gold. Diameter? No, I mean, no, nothing less. Yeah. Nothing less yeah, for yeah. Josh. Yeah, hell yeah. That's that's that's, that's dope, man. Congrats. <laughs> He's going up to a knock. He's like, I'm the best lifter, <laughs> bro. No, <laughs> believe me. Hey, <laughs> we went out that day, bro. I walked in the the Airbnb. And Josh yeah. like walks up to me with his like big oh, ass medal. It's like best lifter. I was like, okay. Good. Like, good, like, dude. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. No, you talking to? I'm not. You thought you were a different person. He's like, oh, here's yeah, my yeah. pro card. Oh, uh, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I didn't win. I didn't win best lifter though. I didn't win best lifter. No, no. There's a difference between a pro and a best lifter. I doesn't compete unless there's money. So. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what they do with the really? Why y'all get quiet? This is pro beef. Pro beef. We're talking about Josh. Who gives a shit? Who gives a, who gives a shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking yeah. about Josh. Congrats, about Josh. Josh was, that your best, on, was that your first best lifter? Yeah, it definitely was. That's oh, never happened hell yeah, ever. brother! So, again, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool because, like, again, I I think it was just nice to know that even like all we did was come in and do what we thought we wanted to do. We didn't really reach for anything. We didn't try to outdo anybody else. We were just literally coming in and executing the game plan we already written out. So the fact that that was enough for Best Lifter was also just cool to see. It's also like, hey, you don't need to put these expectations on your performance. Just do what the prep has shown you. Like, do what you practice. And it was cool. I guess to put it in perspective... You know how many lifters there there was at the in the morning session? I'd like to know. Yeah, tell us. Was it like sixty lifters? I'm not 60? sure. Sixty? No, it know. was it was forty. I think oh, it was forty. 
Okay, so you're oh, telling man. me that Tall, yeah, out, out of 40? 40 people, Josh, you were the best out of 40, 40 people that were at yeah, the Open? Highest dot score? Well, I mean, like, yeah. in, in perspective, they, they gave, like, uh, a oh, best game. Before you give me the bullshit, real again. Quick. Okay, here we go. I'm going to answer that for you, Josh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you, you were. Josh, Josh, you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to answer it. Abe will take this. Abe will take it over. Let Abe answer it Let's just look at the 75s who were in the prime time. I was like, yo... I would have got smacked if I was in this session. Hey, please, okay, hey, yeah. please. If I go play football, hey, please, please answer the it NFL, for him. Look at this, Josh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you yeah. something about you, okay? You can, if you're going to compare, you, you said you stuck to the plan. You said you didn't go in with any expectations of trying to be better than anybody else, and you really just sat with your coach and said, "This is what we will do." You focus on yourself, and that was good enough for you to beat out over forty other lifters. That is something to be proud of. Nothing to deflect. That's not something that you should say, oh, well, if I competed against X, Y, and Z on X, Y, and Z platform, they would have been. No, fuck that. Oh, yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Tell him, yeah, tell him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey uh, but, did but Josh no, Cortez for, for get best lifter? Did, Abe, did Josh yes. Cortez get best lifter at uh, TBS Open? Yes, Abe, he did. He did oh, great. That's what his, his shiny bling bling says. Do you have best Pro- lifter? I don't think so. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think he was proud. I don't think you've seen him at the house afterwards. Oh, I um, knew. I know I he's bouncing around. I know he was. Different. I know yeah, he was swinging right. it from his mm-hmm. hip width. He was hip thrusting that <laughs> in people's right. face, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> up to, like Charles, Uncle Poco, and Michael. Like, do you know what you're talking to right now? <laughs> <laughs> do you know? He had that metal around his neck the whole day. Good. So funny. No, he should. Ball he should be wearing it ball right ball now ball in a bathtub. Yeah. yeah. Right now, ball actually. Yeah. He's wearing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> nothing but. I hope he cooked pancakes on it. I hope he put it on the burner, got it real hot, but and put actually, some hot I batter think, on it. I think you can do that. That's how big it is. It actually, yeah, is. No Damn. Damn. He put tortillas on it like a good meat. It was a fun meat. Can you do one also... thing for me, real quick? Just do one thing. Can you say that you did good? And I think I did really good. I did really oh, good. You see, no, you didn't do it right. You said I think it. Okay, all right, <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll we'll work on that. All I know okay, is we'll Josh work on that after the podcast. We'll, Josh's yeah. dick yeah, yeah. grew three inches that day. Sorry, well, let me just... <laughs> yeah. and his total improved by fifty pounds. Like hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 impressive. We love it. Good on you, man. Good on you. Honestly, good on you. Thank you. Thank you. So I have a question. So now that you've gotten past this this meet, what are kind of your tentative goals for uh for Nats? Do you have that planned out yet, or you just kind of? I don't even know. Like I don't even think I have any goals when it comes to Nats, other than just to bring my best package to the meet. Um, and again, Nats is gonna be like in this time next year. So I, I, there's no way to really know where I'm going to be at that point. But I think just doing little things as far as like making sure I'm always recovering well, you know, obviously kid, taking care of variables, working hard, just all like the things you should be doing regardless. Um, and just being consistent in your efforts for, for the next foreseeable year, just so that way you know when this meet comes along, you did everything that you think you should have been doing. Like there is no like – Oh, didn't go as planned, or this happened. Like you, you did everything you wanted to do. Like you yeah, had a plan. Instagram story. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Things didn't go you know, as planned. It's like yeah, yeah everyone has very well. I got one yeah. with it. You know, like it's and again, everyone has like different circumstances, but it's a fact. Like, did you 
like, can you undeniably say you did everything you possibly could have in this prep to see good progress? And the, if the answer is yes, even if you have a bad day, like what else could you have done? You know? So it's just, I just want to put myself in a position where I can say everything that I could have done was done. So I either am going to earn something or I'm going to just, you know, learn something. Um, but I think what I want to do is just train for the next year. I probably won't even compete before Nats if I don't have to. Um, maybe, maybe that will change. But as of right now, I think I'm probably just going to train up until Nats and just trying to get thick as as hell before. Oh, how many seats? Oh, Actually, Damn. real quick, man, on, the, on the live stream, Angelo, he was saying that he was surprised I was 75 because like he was saying like, yeah, I've, I've met him before. Every time I I've seen Josh, like he, he's looking thicker than I am. So like, I don't, I was like, roasting me on the, on the live stream and I can't even defend myself. I thought that was yeah. funny. That's cool. Wow. <laughs> All the things like popping out of the singlet, like what the heck? <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> Nice. But you All also right. had a few other people that you were so you you not only coached okay, this is the thing. Did you uh Karen, obviously, uh mm-hmm. competed as well. Um it was is it CJ? Am I getting that right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. CJ Espinoza. CJ Espinoza. Karen just go go over Adam. your lifters. But, uh, but just so you also had people you were just coaching quick, yeah. that day. Mm. Uh so I coached them, I but like, I didn't handle them. What do I feel like? Yeah, yeah. I, I had Marcellus handle them because I feel like I probably wouldn't have been able to give them what I wanted to. Okay. As a but what I'm saying is awesome. you coached them to the meet, right? Yes, for sure. So you, you went through this prep, had an, ex, had an outstanding prep, and you also coached lifters in the meantime, all in the same. Like You may not have handled them, but you still coached them in tandem with you prepping for your own meet as well. And I'm curious, I want to know how they did as well. But I just want to put that in perspective because you still got best lifter out of 40 out of forty people and two of which go. you coached. Yeah, absolutely, man. I feel like, uh, so Karen had a really, really good meet. Um, something that happened was on her squat, you know, I think like most like lightweight females, she has like a, a relatively narrower stance. So when you have a, a stance that's really narrow, sometimes it's really hard to see your hip hinge or it's really hard to just get low in general. So um, she missed her first and her second solely on depth, like opener flew. And even though it she didn't technically get it because of depth, uh, I think Marcella still gave her the safe second because it just looks so good that if you were to redo it at this point, you know, like, I think it'd be a waste of an attempt. And I would have done the same thing. So she did, um, I believe in 95 was her opener. They jumped to 102. And I think the second was actually depth. I mean, I'm watching the live stream because as she's competing, I'm warming up. But I'm, I, I am trying to look at her attempts just so I can see what's going on with her. Um, the second looked like it was deeper. Like, it was still... I guess borderline, but it did look deeper than the first. So I thought it was depth, but it was still got, uh, I think it was two to one on reds and, and whites. So they retake it and 
uh, I just told Marcella, I was like, hey, you may need to tell her, like, let's go and have her do a wider stance because she's not going to get deeper. Like, that one was already pretty deep, and I feel like they're not going to give her that on that stance. Have her take it a tad wider because she knows she can squat it. Like, she just squatted it. So, like, just have her take her feet out just a little bit. Give her My hips a little bit. giving coaching feedback while he's, while he's at his own meet. On, on, on the spot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't don't even nerf yourself. Uh, I'm not going to yeah. give you the opportunity to deflect right now. What a guy. Yes. What a don't, man. Don't let him. Yeah, don't let him ape. I, I just see them. They work him. They work really hard, you know? So, like, it's, it's hard for me to, like, I mean, obviously, I want to do well myself. But yeah. as their coach... I want to know, like, they're also doing well. So even though I'm not going to handle her, I'm still going to try to be just in the realm of things. I don't want to totally detach myself. I feel like it's going to be hard for me to do that because I did oh, present for see sure. a lot of progress. Yeah, I want to be present for sure. Um, so she did get the, the third, thankfully. Um, and it looked good. Nice like all, I think all of her squats looked great. It's just the fact that the first two – in their eyes, it didn't go low enough. So thankfully, stayed in the meet. She did 102 again on the third, um, which is still a two and a half kilo PR on the day. So even oh, yeah, okay. like her, even after all that, hits even, PR, that's that's massive. On a non optimal, yeah, yeah non optimal attempt, she's still walking away with a PR. That's awesome, dude. Absolutely. And then from there, like she didn't miss another lift. So she went three for three on bench. Okay, let's go. Karen. I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Do you smell that? That's no success. You smell success? That's what you smell. Yeah. Yeah. You smell that? Mm, success in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? Yeah, yeah. Talent adversity, if I've ever seen it. You know, like, oh my God. How, one, how stressful it is to go into a third knowing, hey, I either oh, yeah. do this or I just bomb out. Because that yeah. is the situation. If you don't get this third, you're not going to. Finish the meat. She's ice cold. Oh, ice ice in her veins, bro. Ice in her veins. (laughs) Let's go. Feel a chill around the platform. The the nervousness that could have overtaken her because of like she's like, well, damn, I'm already going as deep. We've, dude, we've all seen it. We've all seen people on that third squat get frustrated because they're like, I've literally. I've my my butt was touching the floor, or you know, I was picking up pennies with my butt cheeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and she and she powered through it with a stance change, with a with a a last quarter ball in the air. She's Literally, changing her stance. A stance that she's never ever squatted in. So let's go. <laughs> All right, say meat. it again. Yeah, there we go. There we go. She had the meat, yeah. dog. And then going into bench, she does 60 keys, which is 10 kilos above her previous comp max. 10. Okay, I'm going to stop. Everything you say is going to blow my mind. I'm not even, I'm not even capping. This is like, (laughs) this is a 10 kilo increase for bench, dude? Wow, everyone on, on Josh's team balls out, dude. They all make oh, huge well, I guess meat PRs. <laughs> go, go ahead and briefly cover, um, what's his name? CJ's meat. CJ. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I guess the end with Karen real quick. She did pull um, 130, which is an all-time PR, like prep, mm-hmm. comp, everything. Like first time she's ever touched it, pulled it for a third. So she ends seven was seven for seven, still hitting a huge comp PR. So we're proud of that. Um, 
CJ had a good day. Like he went nine for nine um, mm-hmm. and hit everything. Like his his squat. He coach. He hit the platform. <laughs> he hit spotters. Like it feels on the top. It was a problem. Yeah, it was actually a big deal. I, I heard about they it on the news. It, he was hitting it. <laughs> it was real good. He squatted two fifteen, which is four seventy four. Um, five Howdy. kilo comp PR bench forty, which is three hundred eight. Oh, I think it's four hundred and eight pounds. Okay, love it. And then um, deadlifted two forty seven and a half, which is oh okay, um, five hundred and forty five pounds. So nine for nine, uh, seventeen and a half kilo PR on the Ooh, total. Solid. Ooh, like, God bless him. Excellent. God bless him. Subhanallah. See, not only is he the best lifter. He's the best coach too. He's the best coach. Yeah, about, yeah. Yeah. Best coach. If you didn't know, too. now you know. Should have given you. If two he's not going to say it, I'll say it. New yeah. school strength showed up and they cleaned up. Hardware. Oh, yeah. Last you would thought it was a Lowe's. No. <laughs> you thought you thought they robbed the Home Depot with as much hardware as they walked out of there. <laughs> Did you put the metal in your mouth and bite it, Josh? You got to be honest with me. Oh, like the whole night. That's all I was doing. Did you? Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. I the still have it in the middle of my mouth. Did CJ punch it? Did CJ hit it's it? a gold, you mean? It's, 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 it's gold. gold. It's gold. Sponsored by Tooth. It's like pure gold. Sponsored by this 50-pound yeah, PR. <laughs> so, Anas, you were there to see most of this as well. Were you... Uh, what's your experience at the TPS Open? Well, I, I showed up a little bit later. I didn't go to the morning late. session. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, oh. I was late. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I just I went there around like six PM to Please handle open. May. May. Yeah, to handle May and help out if uh Marcellus needed help because like I think he had like three three lifters at the at the night session, at the primetime session. But he he was he was fine. Uh, so yeah, ended up going there at uh six six PM to handle May. And yeah, so May competed at nationals um, in June. So she had about 14 weeks of training leading up to this meet, which is like Josh was saying, like, this is not, it's not a lot of time, um, but things actually turned out pretty well. So we only had three blocks going into this meet. Um, and like one, the last block was just like a, uh, a peaking block. So we had one block of trying like trying like a few different things then like the second one was uh, kind of getting a little bit more specific and the third one was doing what usually works um so yeah going into this meet she had her best numbers from nationals she squatted 145 uh benched 102 uh, i guess 145 that's 320 uh, 102 226 and deadlifted 187 which is 413 Good God. Um, yeah, so that's that was at Nationals. And so the thing with, I guess I'll go over the, the programming real quick just to kind of give you some, some perspective. So May started training. She used to powerlift back in, in high school. Then she took, I don't know how many years. She took a few years off, uh, maybe like five, six years off. Um, then she kind of came back to start doing some bodybuilding stuff. 
then we got back. Uh, then she started training for powerlifting for a meet last year. Her first her first meet back was in December of last year, um, and she's done uh, another. She did nationals. She, so she did December last year, nationals in June this year, and uh, this is a this is her third meet uh, in September. Um, so yeah, so her training is so she's a 60 kilo lifter and like for most 60 kilo lifters you would expect their training to be uh like high frequency high volume high volume hitting yeah hitting heavy yeah you you would think you would give them typically what that's what they respond best to um so i didn't really we didn't really start at that point we didn't go look at the Kind of like the leverages, the the weight class, we kind of went off of like the training history. Training history was like the bodybuilding, lower frequency. So we just added a little bit to it. Just go from squatting once a week to squatting once a week. And like a second day, just doing a little bit more volume. And like the second day was pretty easy. So like that was a transition. And she did pretty well with that. So the, the approach was always kind of just like milk this lower workload for us like I you were gonna say you gave her milk to drink i'm sorry i, I just the pause she, she drinks milk, milk. She, she does she, she does yeah fair life fair life yeah fair life yeah come on now <laughs> yeah so the strategy was kind of milk this work like lower workload lower frequency uh for what's for what it's worth can i get the most out of it then slowly start adding in work if she stalls um so we did that for her first meet um, just benching maybe like twice a week. Uh, yeah, like she had like one day where she does like only a single and like two days of like lower volume stuff, like very minimal amount of work for a 60 kilo lifter. Uh, so we did that for a while. Her bench went up to like almost like a hundred kilos doing like this, this amount of work. Then it kind of slowed down. So we, so we added a little bit more on squats, add a little bit more on, on bench, uh, kept deadlifts, uh, very conservative. Those kept progressing, going into nationals. Um, then after nationals, we were like, okay, well, you're at a point now where things, because from Nash, from December, from a December meet to her um, nationals, she, her deadlift got stronger, but she only hit a two and a half kilo PR on her deadlift. So we were like, okay, well, now we have to do a little bit more, like this lower frequency stuff, st- uh, like it's. We milked it for what it's worth. Now it's time to do a little bit more. So I guess like after nationals, we I added a dumbbell bench. So like now she's benching three times a week, which is still fairly low for for her. Um, so I didn't want to go from three times to like uh, to four times. So we just added like a dumbbell bench. And from doing that, her bench, like that was like the main change as far as like workload. And her bench went from one hundred two. To I guess we'll cover what she hit at the meet, um, and deadlifts. Deadlifts we kept the same frequency. We just added more workload in the in the form of more intensity. So like on her second day, we just started pushing peak load a little bit higher, and like that produced like really good results. Like within this uh, short short time from nationals to the TBS meet, and as far as squats, we added a little bit more. Uh, we just put like a third squat day, which was like a, like an SSB day. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. The SSB squat day, only two sets and like some ball squats. Like that was about as far as like we went. 
Um, so that was like the difference from the training before to her training leading up, leading up to this meet. And I guess the result was um, from 145 squat at nationals, uh, she hit a 155 squat in training. So 10 kilos up on squat within like 14 weeks. She deadlifted, she benched 112 in training, but obviously with commands and everything, um, that was like still huge. Like 112, that's that's a big That's a big bench. Yeah. yeah, big bench. Especially like the for, from benching 102 to benching like this much in 14 weeks, uh, like she has a lot of potential. I'm gonna start doing some dumbbell bench. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> that's that's not the point, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, gonna, I'm gonna add one dumbbell press. One more dumbbell bench. That's yeah. what I gotta do. A little tiny to do. And yeah, and she deadlifted 195 in training. Uh, that and she and that moved that moved a little. It moved like a nine and a half or so, but that was still like a five kilo PR in training. So that was that's how training went. Uh, so leading up, so going into the meet squats, um, we opened with I think 140. That moved fast. 147. That moved fairly well. We were planning to hit 152. We went for 152. Um, she didn't get it. She 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 missed the last squat. But that was still a two and a half kilo PR. And there's a few things that happened with the squat. I'm not going to dive deep into them just for the sake of time. But there was like she had to miss a, a squat session. The the taper was about the same. But there was like a few factors here and there that could have affected the squat. But she still walked away with two and a half kilo PR. Still happy with it. Um, so going into bench. Opened with her third attempt from nationals. We opened with 102. That flew. Uh, went up five kilos. That flew too. Then we took a, a small jump to 110, and like that moved fast as well. So 7.5 kilo PR on bench. Very solid day. Um, then moving into deadlifts. So now, so for the women's, um, uh, I guess like their their session, they had a few, they had like five competitive lifters who are projected to, to win the meet. So we had Gabby. Uh, I don't know if her name is Ivy. I'm pretty sure like you pronounce it differently, but everyone was pronoun- everyone was saying it that way. We'll just say her name is Ivy. <laughs> Sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. I think it was Evie. Evie? Okay. Evie. Yeah, it was Evie. Okay, so Evie and we had Precious. Like those were like the top four uh, females going into the meet. Um, so Precious was doing well. She ended up uh, missing a deadlift. So she was kind of out of it. Gabby was doing really, like, really well, and she was out of reach by the time of by the time deadlifts came around. So it was between Evie and May at that point. So going to deadlifts, we opened one seventy seven. That flew, jumped to one eighty seven. That flew too. Then Evie hit um, her opener. Then she jumped to one ninety five, and we needed to match whatever Evie does to beat her on dots. So we were like, okay, we'll just try to match her on her third because she jumped to 195 we jumped to 195 and if she makes a bad call and she misses uh that's our only chance we're not going to try to push her more than that uh so we just matched it um went for 195 and that actually moved very fast like it moved way faster than it moved in training it looked like she had about 
five to seven and a half kilos. I would say five kilos for sure. I think she had 200 kilos on the day. So hit that. Now she's ahead. Gabby is in first. May is in second. And Evie, Evie picked it. Evie picked 205 for her third. And honestly, looking at the 195, I didn't think she would get it. I thought she would change it, but she didn't change it. I was like, okay, well, you know what? I think this is, uh, I think May is going to play second. You're like, this is not Evie went out. Yeah. And like the, the thing is with that attempt, it didn't give her an edge over Gabby. And it didn't really, she didn't really need to pull it to be May. Maybe she had different goals. Maybe the goal was the, the total. Um, so I'm not really sure. But as far as like how, like for me looking at it, like I want May to place at this meet. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, we'll just see how, what, what she does. So she keeps a 205, goes for it. And her execution was actually perfect on that 205. Like slow off the floor. It took it like five seconds to break it off the floor. Perfect execution, and she gets it. Yeah. Good for her, yeah. man. Good for her. Honestly, like that was like fantastic to watch. That was awesome to watch. Um, so yeah, so we ended up placing third overall in the in the in the women's. Uh Gabby got a five eighteen dots, ended up with five eighteen dots. Um Evie ended up with five twelve, I believe. And May ended up with five oh three dots. Not bad. That is impressive. Yeah, it's crazy. Jeez. Yeah, so right. third in a so prime she, time session. Yeah, so she hit that and like she had a so I think that was a seventeen and a half kilo total PR. And like given that we only had fourteen weeks to prep for it, uh I thought that went fantastic. Like that went really well. And she broke into the five hundred dots. At twenty kilo, twenty dots over what she did at nationals. I think she got four eighty three at nationals, and she added twenty dots to that to five hundred three. So, fantastic day. Uh, I really, I mean, I really wanted to do the Arnold because I feel like um, the actually, Arnold, like, one more thing, yeah, because for for her, like the peop, the the way they do it at nationals was, you like the pro cards they go for the first top three. Like top three get a pro card, then like they have like five pro cards left uh, for the higher the highest dots uh, from fourth onwards. So with a five hundred three dots, she she would have got a pro card at nationals. Uh, so I think going forward, like she's gonna be super competitive, and like doing doing the Arnold would be like she has a chance at. I don't know what her. We didn't talk about her goals yet, but. Like for me, like I want her to get that pro card, uh, go to, go to the Arnold, do really well there, get her name out there. But yeah, we'll we'll see what her goals are, and we'll go from there. Hell yeah, good job, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, so do you guys want to uh, tell us yeah. where you came from at six, <laughs> <laughs> or tell us where you were going? What else were you doing in Houston? <laughs> I want to oh, know yeah, how had, much uh, you pause squatted though, but go ahead. Tell us the whole. I want to hear the story. You see, can. that's the thing. I think you're you're out of your you're out of sync, buddy. We switched it. Now I'm doing the I'm doing the bench. I did the bench. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did the bench for reps. I was so, I was trying to stay away from social media because I was trying to, but I guess I missed it. Okay, so give, no, no, give us the scoop. Give us the vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry scoop. For for the bench thing. Nah, yes. I want to know everything. Yeah. I want to, yeah. yeah the bench yes. thing, yes. your impression, yes. everything. 
Okay, I guess we'll start from the beginning. The beginning was they had four presenters. They had uh, Brad start. Brad talked about uh, what is good technique. Um, he covered it really well. Um, like that was it was it was a like all the presentations provided so much value, um, and they were all well thought out. Um, the format was like really good, and like I thought like they provided so much value for from the presentations themselves, like that it's worth the money. Uh, so Brad went over that, the good technique. Um, then we had uh, Derek. Derek went over programming for injured athletes. He did fantastic there too. Um, then they had the, I think they started with the deadlift, tandem deadlift. I don't know if you've, you saw it. Uh, I think you saw it, right? Bob and David deadlifted 620 kilos, which is like 1,300, yeah, 1,300 something. I don't know if there's a video for that, but Bob didn't even use straps on that. Yeah, Bob like hook just straight up hook gripped whatever they loaded. Oh, hold on a second. Whew. Oh, man, I'm getting hot in here all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little right now. Conventional, I bet, too. Huh, was yeah. I bet the... then, then Bob mm. went ahead and uh, did a a one rep max on the dip. And so he dipped. Bob, Bob went up 10 kgs th- and did it by himself? No. Oh, no, dip, he did dip. 330. He did 330 pounds. Oh my for word. For one, one, rep, one rep max dip. 330 that was on top of his body weight? Or with, with on his On top body of his body weight, yes. Golly. Like six reds. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Six reds? <laughs> I, yeah, think... I forgot what, forgot what Angelo and Petrie deadlifted. I know they missed their third one. I know Jasmine and... Uh, Solana hit. Think, I think they missed five ninety five and got the one before. I think they hit four ninety six or five hundred something. I they forgot four eighty seven and a half, uh, mm-hmm. one thousand seventy two pounds. Uh, Angelo, yeah, Angelo, Angelo and Petrie, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and Solana and uh, Jasmine hit. I forgot. I want to say. I'm not sure. I know they missed the third one. I th- think they missed 595. That's crazy. I believe that's still yeah. That's, that's still, still amazing. That's pretty what the heck? Maybe. <laughs> you remember Josh? Remember what it was? Pushing the tandem deadlift, man. Um. No, I don't. No, I know because I wasn't there. I was uh I was recovering from. He was yeah. I was gonna say he was getting so best angry. lifter. He was, he was showing everyone his best yeah. lifter medal. Hey, yeah. see my best lifter medal. <laughs> He's making his rounds, man. He's making that's his rounds around. He's king rest, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That that was the tandem deadlift. Um, then we went into. I think we had lunch afterwards. They had Chipotle catered. Um, oh, hell yeah! yeah. It, was, it was pretty good. Then I think yeah, Steve. Then. Steve did his presentation over high frequency bench. Uh, very good um, presentation. Um, it, ha- it had a lot of. I know, like he he wanted to cover it a lot. He had a lot of details he wanted to go over, but since of he only had like thirty minutes to cover it, he didn't have like the time to dedicate to it. But he still talked about every like most of the stuff. Um, that are like the, the big rocks, I guess, like for high frequency bench. So like that was a fantastic presentation. Um, then we went to the bench. So we went to the bench. It was me, uh, Michael, and Akune, Derek. Um, Derek came in last, like last minute because I think uh, Jessica and Gabby pulled out. So 
I went first, got 39 reps, um, and missed the 40th one. Yeah, with body weight, yes. So 39, 39 reps, and missed the third 40th. Crazy. Uh, I think about one, uh, I weigh 110 pounds. 110? Man. Yeah. Wait, they didn't <laughs> did, did they let you keep your shoes on? Oh, and uh, what <laughs> do you mean? Like when I, when I weigh in? Yeah, did they did, did they take your word for it, or did they just weigh you in? No, no, you actually they actually weighed in. So did you do it naked? No, I don't, I don't care that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, wait, 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 wait. Let me cut my hair real quick. And uh... I, did, I did I did make a a weight joke, like weight weighing in naked, but that's as far as it went. Uh, I heard it. That's why. Oh, yeah. 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 Thirty nine reps. Yeah. So I did thirty. Thirty-nine. Are you, so, are you uh, burning up right now? No, actually, I felt pretty good afterwards. Maybe my my titties were a little bit sore and inflated afterwards, but you yeah, didn't take I a thirst trap picture or nothing. You could have made it look. You, made a, you could have got some extra followers for that picture, man. After the pump that you had. Oh yeah, oh, bro, for oh sure. I'm telling you, the, the cleavage. I think I still. Yeah. I think I still have the pump right now. Yeah, the concavity but, would but, be all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thirty-nine. Uh, Michael. Uh, hit 40 i think he had maybe a 41 it looked like he Ooh. he started shaking on the 40th one did you go no, before that him? was it bro he did not that have was it right, right? He, that was he, it he yeah. his whole body <laughs> was convulsing trying to get that 40 <laughs> yeah. that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it was, so it was close him, it was though, close did he use oh, i went like, before him i don't think it mattered because like i went to an rpe tent like i went all out i didn't have did you I didn't have anything left in me no but did your form break down did you shake did your left leg oh, come bro, up i'm tough it was so bad. Like the oh, okay. bar path was awful. Like one rep would be close to my belly button. One one yeah, rep yeah, yeah. would be oh. over my eyes. It was looking terrible. like a bamboo bar. Those tsunami <laughs> yeah. bars is like yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've never done touch and go, so it was. I should have done what Michael <laughs> did, and he actually slowed it down. Like it was a little bit more controlled. Right, like, right, you know right. I'm gonna go fast. You, you just <laughs> fast you were lightning, speed. lightning speed. Yeah, you were yeah. like, I'm gonna trip That's gravity, like. That yeah. didn't help. The weight, the weight help. won't get heavy. It won't catch up to you. The heavy, like the heaviness, yeah, will ha- won't have time to catch the up. The faster to you. you go, the harder it is for it to catch up to me. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that was there my thought go. process. Yeah, you should have yeah. went but fast, didn't work then out. slow, fast, then slow. <laughs> kind of like a, kind of like a love making rhythm, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, not, I, know <laughs> I guess this is yeah. wrong crowd for that. Sorry. That's a different kind of You're the one having a baby soon. I don't even know how that happened, to be honest with you. I'm waiting for when y'all to explain that to me. Uh, I'm still waiting. But so 39, so 39, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to let anybody comment on that one. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to, we're just going to 39, 39 reps. Seminar was dope. Food was great. What was it? What was? Did you have like a major takeaway? I'm curious. Yeah. Well, after after the bench, they had like they still had two events. Like they they had Marcellus. Uh, not sure. Yeah, if Marcellus, so Marcellus went, was at TBS Open so, and then went to the then to the seminar the next day. Yeah. Well, he was presenting. He was like the last presenter. Right. Yeah. And he talked about uh, programming accessories or yeah accessories for powerlifting. Um. So like that that was solid as well. It was pretty good. Um, I think by the time, I, th- I don't think that it didn't do Marcellus justice because by the time it got to his presentation, everyone was like so gassed because like it was, it was hot okay. in there. It was like corrupted. Oh, really? so, like it was people, people were kind of sweaty and tired. 
but they just, I thought this was enough for all the all the lifting, yeah, right? Chipotle, yeah, all the food and people, lifting. People farting. Yeah, everyone was dead. Yeah. You had your titty pump. Like no one was like mm-hmm. in good shape. And I had already wrecked the toilet twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually I didn't go to the bathroom. Well, yeah. yeah. This presentation was really good, and the the last one, last event was the pause squat uh, for time. They had the Austin. Okay, so Austin, you had that Austin Perkins, they had Charles, and they had Autumn. Um, so Austin went first. He paused it for a minute, sixty seconds. Charles went second. Um, so it was double two times body weight for males and one and a half, I think, one and a half or one point seven five. I forgot. I think it's one not, and a half. One and a half for heavy. females. A one and a for half times seems super heavy. Well, just, yeah, I mean, for just females. in general. Like. I mean, Autumn's, Autumn squats a lot. Autumn has, I think she has American record squat. So she's not uh, she's not a weak squatter by any means. Um, so, yeah, Char- uh, Austin, minute. Um, Charles went second. He paused it for 65 or 66 seconds. Oh uh, Autumn, went, oh. Autumn went last. Autumn actually like timed it perfectly. I told she you, timed it like, one second more I told than you. Charles, I and knew it, it was a grind, bro. It was a grind. I knew it. <laughs> I said it. At Last at lifter who's gonna they're gonna game it. That's good for her. Oh though. no, um, bro. It was close. Honestly, like it was okay. close. I think if she like she started shaking at the end of it, and like if she <laughs> paused shaking. it a little bit longer. Like in like in the when she was pausing it, like you can you can see the fatigue settle in. Bro, uh, this was after Chipotle too. After Having Chipotle pause, too, trust in, yeah. oh my trust god, in your yeah. Bubble. I th- I think that actually I don't know. Like, I think that pause squat was as hype as the six hundred and twenty kilo deadlift. Oh god, like it was it was actually <laughs> it was so hype. Everyone everyone got so hype because like you see her. Like struggle, like to fatiguing and struggling at the bottom. Right, neck veins like, popping on, out. Like five yeah, more neck seconds. veins, eyeballs yeah. are popping out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then like once it hits sixty six seconds, she starts going up, and like it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> she gets <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. It was, it was, it was pretty hype. Yeah. Pretty oh, I could imagine two times body weight, even a one and a half times body weight. Like I said, but for like her, I think it was one. I think it was one point five. Yeah. I think it was one point five for her. Right. Maybe right. one point seven five. I'm not sure. I forgot. But that's like that's still like what two hundred. It was. Like, I think it was two sixty. I think like it was like two sixty. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. Like, Which is yeah, pausing to sixty for like over a minute. Over yeah, a bro, minute, bro, that's, dude. Yeah. A minute in the hole. What the heck? Like, for, so for me, that'd crazy. be like so 400, like, 420 or something like that. That's crazy, dude. That could not. You start die. seeing Jesus at that point. Yeah. These like, <laughs> <laughs> lifters did, did they know how much time they had been pausing for? Like, was there a clock? Oh, yeah, yeah, they were. They were counting. For them. They were counting for them. Yeah. Oh, good. That, but mm-hmm. I said, like, I feel like the per- the first person had to have like they they either had to overshoot it or they had to like you know i mean you just don't know you don't know what the last person like the you last person has the benefit because yeah charles yeah. didn't know he's like i didn't even know like how long i can pause like after austin went i was like okay i can pause it for a minute then i can pause it for a little right more. <laughs> you're, you're like, like yeah, yeah like, like you're like his gauge was what austin did you yeah. know what the, you know what's possible at that point like, oh, okay that's yeah. my that's my my bandwidth that's my parameter okay good yeah yeah well yeah so it was like a really solid event um i don't know how long did it, it went for? from like nine yeah i was gonna say it went from like it was started like at nine fifteen. Uh, and everything ended at four. Then people started lifting from four to six. Oh, so yeah. that's. Did you get recognized? Like? Uh, 
Yeah, oh, I mean, well, like well, that was like seven well, hours. Answer your question, sorry, but I just seven, was like, seven hours. Sure, okay, go yeah. ahead. You answer. You answer that one for me. Go what? ahead, Ape. I don't know yeah. how to answer. Did anybody he's, recognize he's you? Did anybody now. come up? Yeah. yeah. Did they say, "Oh, you're you're the pro"? Bro, everyone, everyone, like they had like 15, 20 pros in there. Like I'm, I wasn't standing out. Oh, okay. Out. You're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Is that a nice honor? If, if yeah. anything, I was like the least, like least recognizable person in no, there. No, but not. Did Did you meet anybody? Like knew anybody who you didn't know before? Yeah, I've talked to a few people. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I, well because they had intermissions in between, like ten minutes or so. It's like people would kind of go and talk. So I've talked to a few people. People, yeah, yeah, love it, man. That sounds fun. I was gonna ask, um, how did it feel to be a part of uh, an event of that magnitude? Because I think just hearing like Marcellus and steve advertise it they were really gunning for making this seminar like more than just a seminar they wanted it to be like a a culture change and what to expect out of seminars so like did you get that feel being there and you know being a part of the event and like do you think this is going to be something that really shapes what a seminar is and powerlifting going forward yeah it's definitely a different uh format than we than you would get from like your regular seminars, because usually seminars would be purely presentations and like maybe some hands-on stuff. This was a little bit different with the with the lifts, but as far as like, um, I think it's a start. Like for powerlifting, it, there isn't any events like that. Like you 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 don't hear a lot about uh, powerlifting seminars. So this was like a first, like the first time they've done this kind of thing. And like it was like a really, it was a really good starting point. Uh, I was I was hoping they get more people, like more signups, because you want more uh, attendance. Can afford to uh, for it to be something that they can do more profitably going forward. I feel like they they didn't get enough uh, return out of it, if, if that makes sense. Okay, I mean, like you said, it was the first one, so like obviously, mm-hmm. there's, there's probably going to be things that they realize they can do better. Or I don't plan think better, they can do anything but... better. I think it's more of like the reception. Uh, I think they've they've did everything perfectly. It's just how receptive are powerlifters uh, to this those kind of events. Um, I don't think powerlifters see a lot of value into like in in things like that. Um, but I think it's a start and. It's, I think it'll definitely grow going forward, but that was the thing that could have been better, and it's not something they couldn't do anything about. Like they advertised it, they set up the the structure really well, their presentation was fantastic. It's just they didn't get enough demand, which is is it their fault? I don't think so. Um, it's just like the nature of this new thing that people kind of don't understand. Yeah, no, for sure. I, th- I think like um, well, I, I think when you see an event like that where you're gonna have these really prestigious names, you know, give essentially just like you know a lot of great information, um, it almost sells itself, you know. So I feel like mm-hmm. people, if if it didn't, I don't know if it, I guess it sounds like you thought there'd be a bigger outcome or a bigger audience at, at the seminar? I was hoping for more because of how much work they put into it. 
and like how much time they spent. Um, I feel like that the value was so high that like it was kind of like stupid for people not to um, like if they're close to it. Like I would, I think it's like it's a no brainer for you to like get this much value out of this because like it, it cost you hundred. I feel like they kind of gave you like a thousand dollars worth of value, um, but I don't think people kind of see it that way. Uh, but hopefully in the future it grows more. Marcellus said like they had like a decent amount of um, the live stuff. Like they some people bought the live stream, so they got some demand there. Like obviously, like not everyone can fly in. Uh, we had like a, they had a, they had a few few people who who flew in, um, and I'm not sure exactly how much how many people attended, but I just hoped for more was like the only thing. Mm, okay, okay. But again. It's- it sounds it's like not, it's, well, it's not their fault. Yeah, I don't it's think just it's, new. it's anything like they people, can do. Yeah. People have to, like, I think what you're doing right now and what people are going to do about, like, promoting it after the fact is going to make people excited to go to the next one. So, time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just want to see them kind of get the yeah. most out of those. Like, they put a lot of time into it. You want them to get the return they deserve. I think they. I think it would have been better if the best lifter at the TBS Open showed up. Just kind of, you know, bless You know the, what? That's what I was saying, dude. Like, the whole time. It was missing. That's what I was saying. Yeah. You know, when you have a celebrity like that attend these kind of sessions, it really hypes it up a little bit. I don't know who that. Oh, Josh Cortez. Oh, Josh I Cortez. was mad that I didn't get Whoa. it. <laughs> I don't blame you, like, Josh. You know, honestly, like, when at your level, at your caliber, I'm sure you were talking to Will Smith. I was, I was expecting like a last minute, like, oh, hey, so we found out that you really placed really high this meet. You know, go ahead and come through. Oh, yeah, please. No, oh, oh. Actually, do you want to be in one of these events? Would you, hey, do like, you want to you wanna present? Do you want to present? Yeah, do you want to own How much? <laughs> you know, I know why Anas went though. He was scoping out property for the illegal barn that he's going to be building here pretty soon. <laughs> oh yeah, Houston? Uh, oh no, dude. Yeah. Maybe yeah, no, well, no, like, no. maybe the surrounding areas. Bro, no? the bars okay. would rust in a day. Okay, well, I'm glad Anas went to go check it out, just because yeah. we wouldn't know that unless he went to go see. Yeah. You know, yeah. next next yeah. stop, maybe he'll go to East Texas. Uh, maybe yeah. it's a little bit, little bit drier out there, but um, I think we can, we can end it there together. Yeah, little by little, start piecing it together. Josh Cortez, uh, thank you so much for being here, being our guest, being our, being our valued friend, and for being uh, just an amazing, inspirational person. Where can people find you on social medias? Um, Instagram, Josh Cortez underscore, or definitely look at the New School Strength page, New School Strength underscore. Um, yeah, this was fun, man. Thank you for having me. I think this is my second time on, and each time has been even better than the last. Uh, I love talking to y'all. So, yeah, I'm down with it. Love it. Love it. And if you didn't get the Alico Barn reference, uh, you know, go back and listen to uh, season one. I think if I had to guess that it episode. Is episode two or three. Mm, yeah, think. around there. So, go back. Yeah. Listen to That's our discography. A long time ago. It's a long time ago. We're at season <laughs> three, 20 yeah. something. We're at, we're about, about about 70 something episodes at this uh, point. And if you're asking yourself, but Abe, I hear you. Where can I go to listen to the older episodes? Well, listener, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, new episodes out every Tuesday, probably. And if you want to know what we're up to, when we're going to drop, follow us on Instagram at chalkmyback. And then while you're there, go ahead and follow Josh again and follow New School Strength. That's at 
new school strength underscore. Is that right, Josh? Love it. Go do that right now. And while you're at it, have a great week. And sign up for the next Corrupted Strength Seminar. Bye-bye.